Getting your child vaccinated against flu this winter could stop them becoming seriously ill and stop flu spreading to family or friends. There's no needle, just a squirt up the nose. If your child is aged two to three, in primary school or secondary years seven to nine, make sure you take up the offer made by your GP practice or school vaccination team. Protect your child from flu. Get vaccinated, get protected. Go to nhs.uk to find out more. This is Our People Podcast, telling the stories behind South Tyneside and Sunderland NHS Foundation Trust. Hello, I'm Fiona Thompson. I am one of our Trust Communications Officers. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Our People Podcast. Uh, We are joined by Joanna Wiley, our Patient and Staff Experience Midwife, and Stacey McFarlane, who is one of our rotational midwives. Joanna, would you like to start us off by taking us through what your job involves and your journey to becoming a midwife? No problem. So I'm Joanna Wiley. I have been a midwife for coming up nearly 10 years. I've worked and trained in local trusts and been with South Tyneside and Sunderland for that time. I've been based mainly at the Midwifery-led birth centre at South Tyneside, but also worked at Sunderland as well. Um, And then the past few months I've been working as the patient and staff experience midwife which is absolutely fantastic it means that I get to focus on staff and patient improvement and um, which is all the nice things really um, including this podcast so that's good. And what inspired you to become a midwife in the first place what sparked your interest? Um, lots of things really I always thought that being a midwife would be a lovely profession caring for mums and babies But actually what sparked my idea was when I was at school. So I was at school and we had to do a health and social project on a profession and I got given a midwife to go and research. And it happened that my next door neighbour at the time was a midwife. Um, And she let me go to the local maternity unit and interview her and go around the unit. And from then I just thought, actually... I could see myself doing this job. This is something that I would want to do. So I applied for midwifery straight from school and started the week after my 18th birthday. So and love it and glad I did. Amazing. And Stacey, say what was your journey into becoming a, a member of our maternity team and what inspired you? Um, well, I've been a midwife for just over 10 years, probably about 12 years now. Um, and again, working at South Tyneside um, through the merger to the birth centre and then also working at Sunderland. Um, I always sort of thought I wanted to work in a caring profession, so I wasn't too sure at first whether I wanted to do nursing or midwifery. Um, But then I did some work experience and decided that midwifery was kind of for me, just being able to sort of be with women and families, making such special memories and starting people's life off as a, a family, I suppose. And what does a rotational midwife do? So we're basically midwives who are based in a certain area for a certain amount of time and then we may be rotated. So we may um, work on the delivery suite, but then we can also be rotated to the antenatal postnatal um, ward, into the antenatal clinic or possibly into the community, just depending on where the services are needed. Brilliant. And we're going to be looking at uh, the classes we host for parents to be and new parents uh, in this episode. So first of all, what offer do we care offer families when they are expecting a baby? How do they come to us? So women come to us normally via their GP. That starts their pregnancy journey. Women often, when they find out they're pregnant, the first thing they do is ring the GP. So women go to their GP and they book in with a community midwife. 
The community midwife then looks after them throughout their whole pregnancy. They'll have routine continuous appointments um, where they will monitor the hurt, monitor the baby. Um, and then we'll also discuss like health, well-being, public health, mental health. And then that's when women could get referred and information about our services. Brilliant. And so our classes have recently restarted and that's part and parcel of what we uh, offer families. So what originally went into setting them up because they had a bit of a pause due to the pandemic. So they were up and running before then. And then sadly, coronavirus came and changed our lives for quite a while. But now they're up and so what, what went into those classes in as they were being established? So I think obviously when myself and Joanna started working at the Midwifery Led Birth Centre at South Tyneside, we were kind of looking at ways that we could improve the care for the women within South Tyneside and Sunderland. And we noticed that a lot of other trusts and other areas had offering of antenatal classes, but we didn't have that. Um, and we'd done a little bit of research. I had just been speaking to some friends, some family about kind of what they know um, about looking after a baby, having a baby, what to expect. And it was quite clear, I think, from people that we'd spoke to that not a lot of people have even ever held a baby or sort of know what to do. Um, so we decided that we would have a little look and see what was kind of out there in terms of classes. And we, we used lots of information from like Public Health England um, just to decide what we really put in our classes. Um, originally, there were quite big classes that women could just drop in and we had four sessions covering sort of four different areas, um, which were really quite well attended with partners as well. Oh, yeah, um, we've got like one attempt class, we had 60 people. It was madness, but it was good. Because quite, Joanna, you were also heavily involved in kind of putting together these tours, so yes. you were given quite the uh, 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 the free reign to, to help put them together. So how did you put together the, the, the nuts and bolts of the sessions? Well, I think myself and Stacey always had a really big interest in sort of public health. So we've always had an interest in education, public health, empowering women. Um, and I think Stacey would agree. It was myself that was like sort of pushing very much for these classes to go ahead and uh, we literally did it ourselves. So we gathered all the information, as Stacey said, we interviewed, we asked people, gathered information, spoke to community midwives, looked at other areas, researched other areas, went to other trusts um, and then we sat together and it took a long time and made all the presentations and then had to get them all approved and signed off by everybody. But the investment's absolutely been worth it in terms of how you've seen them help people. Oh, 100%. So... As we sort of said, the originally in about 2019, we started them up and we had four sessions. They were open to mums and partners or mums and just anybody they wanted to bring with them. Um, these classes were so well attended. Like I said, we got like 30, 40 and one time we got 60 people attending. We, yeah. And we did four separate sessions. Then when COVID hit, we had to change things. Um, so what we did was we had to unfortunately stop all of our sessions. So myself and Stacey and with your help in the comms team recorded online versions of these videos that are still up and online now and people still watch them and we get fantastic feedback on them and some of them are on over 80,000 views. Um, and there's a comment on people in America, people all over, that people have watched them. So I think we'd say that was quite successful. But then luckily, um, COVID has decreased and everything is getting so much better. So we've been able to restart with service again. So because of that, we had a chance to look at what we were doing and think about what we wanted to do now and what we wanted to do going forward. So we've sort of restarted things again. 
So those online sessions are really helpful <coughs> to anybody anywhere. Um, but these sessions are open not just to parents and South of Sutherland, but our neighbouring trusts as well. People can come from from the northeast of their interests and find out a little bit more. Yeah, we do get a lot of ladies. I know, obviously, with the you know the area that the trust covers, we do have a lot of ladies that get care provided by our community, but also deliver at the RVI or the QE, um, and they haven't quite started their classes back up. So we just welcome anybody to come and, and find out any information. The information that we give is quite sort of general. It's not specific to our trust. It's just providing women with birth choices and, and what they might want to think about and what they might want to do during labour. And when they come along, what can they expect? How do the sessions take shape? So at the moment, we're offering two sessions. We run an infant feeding session and a second session, which is called Labour, Birth, Water Birth and Active Birth. Um, these sessions are currently run at the Midwifery-led Birth Centre at South Tyneside. We are looking, and I have found a space, so very soon at starting classes at the Sunderland site as well. So what normally happens is they are 3 o'clock and 6 o'clock, the infant feeding classes first. Um, women are welcome to the birth centre and there's normally space for up to 10 women per session. Um, and then the session is run by either the midwives or assisted by maternity health care professionals, um, especially ones that are interested in infant feed. Um, the sessions are then run um, and they normally take about two hours and we do have a break in between. Is it quite informal? Is it always friendly and is it, is, it, is it a bit like going to school? Absolutely not like going to school. <laughs> it's very informal, especially if I'm doing the class with Stacey. Um, very informal, really friendly. It's a small group because the room that we use at the Midwifery Led Birth Centre at South Tyneside is quite small, but actually it's a really nice setup. It's nice and intimate. Um, there's comfortable chairs. We do have a projector screen. And we've done the classes so many times and we've made them ourselves, haven't we? And us with a small team, um, we run the sessions. And because we know them so well, it's more of sort of like an informal chat and because they're small groups, people can just ask whatever questions they want. These women are pregnant, often heavily pregnant. We say, get up, go to the toilet, have a drink, walk around. Like, we're stopped for regular breaks. Very informal. Want people to get the most out of the session as possible. And the more comfortable they are and the more happy with their surroundings they are, we know that that's going to help. So we'll make it as nice as possible. Stacey even buys snacks, don't you, Stacey? <laughs> we provide juice and biscuits and ice lollies in the summer when it was quite hot. But I think it's quite good because sometimes when the women come in, they may be there, say, 10, 15 minutes before the class starts and they all kind of chat together and telling each other about how their pregnancy is going and probably people that they might not have thought they would meet, kind of they strike up some friendships, some of the ladies, and it's quite nice. And, and if they're going through the same experiences at the same kind of yeah, pace as well, yeah, and they can kind of chat and get to know each other. And a lot of the time, the women are from the local area and I know a couple of women who... Um, I've seen again recently they actually went the same antenatal classes and now their children at the same class at school oh. which is like obviously such a nice little connection and bond right. isn't it so it's lovely when stuff like that happens yeah. and you've mentioned what classes we've already uh, relaunched so we've got infant feeding and then labour water birth and active birth so would you mind giving us a little bit detail about first of all what infant feeding what that session involves what that looks at so that session um is primarily a sort of breastfeeding sort of session um we discuss about bonding about relationship building with mums and babies but also partners as well um we discuss about how people can successfully breastfeed and give them lots of information on that but we also discuss sort of responsive bottle feeding as well so we know that breastfeeding is not everybody's choice of feeding method so it's important to make sure that they get all of the information 
Um, so we discuss how they can use responsive feeding to create bonds and create the relationships so that they get the same experience as, say, what a breastfeeding mother may get. Do they also do you also help parents look out for things they need to be aware of that maybe a first time parent wouldn't in terms of uh, whether it's breastfeeding or bottle feeding? You know, do you help guide them about those little cues? Yeah, so we discuss all of that during the class. We give them um, little information packs that they can go away with. Um, we discuss things to look out, out for, for like feeding cues. So when's the best time to look to when to feed a baby rather than when you've kind of gone a little bit too far and the baby's a little bit upset and it's a bit more difficult. So we give them all of that information. Um, a lot of our maternity support workers do the classes and, and the women really enjoy them and they always have lots of questions and we're hopefully going to develop that in the future and, and sort of change that around a little bit. And what about the labour ward of birth and active birth? Um, so I absolutely love this session I know I'm biased because we made it but it is just so fantastic and the response we get from women from this session is amazing so what we created um, this class we go through the labour journey women always ask how am I going to know when I'm going into labour especially if it's their first baby or even if it's their second or third sometimes it happens quickly or sometimes they can't remember so we literally go through the process of your body going into labour we'll go through contractions we'll go through what labour's like we'll give a very honest opinion and give women the facts um, and we also tell them how amazing their bodies are and go through the actual mechanics of giving birth the different stages and go through the delivery of a baby because I think a lot of people like I'm sure even you sitting here now will be thinking oh yeah delivering a baby but how it actually happens and the actual process of that we'll go through that we'll go through the delivery of the placenta skin to skin cord care we'll then go through water birth and active birth um, which is really important because it looks at women's pain relief options, women's choices and empowerment in women, making them feel confident and self-assured in their own body and taking control of their labour and birth because at the end of the day, it is a lovely experience and an experience that women will remember forever. So like, let's make it as positive as possible and even the most high-risk pregnancies can still have the most relaxed and calm and tranquil environment and we know how calm women are or the more empowered women are the better labour and birth experience they'll have so that's what we try to aim to do and the responses we get are really good aren't they yeah does it often change people's um initial thoughts on their birth plan absolutely so we do give I women think we get that um, a lot on the feedback as yeah. well don't we a lot of people maybe haven't considered a water birth or considered even being active during birth women tend to focus being on the bed and kind of thinking they're going to be on monitors and they can't move around. So I think even going through that part of the session changes people's mindset a lot. And women often write that on the feedback, like, I never thought about doing this, but I'm going to try and give it a, like, give it a try when I go into labour. And I think it's about not, like, it's about that connection between the woman and the midwife and the maternity department. It's not being afraid to take control of your own labour. Like, some people are confident people and other people aren't as confident. And it's all about if you want to have music on in your labour, you have music on. If you want to take your own pillow, you want to take your own dressing gown, you want to take a cuddly toy, a room spray, can't, like fake candles, you do that. And it's about saying 
what you can have, what you can do and making women aware of that. Giving birth is a special time and the environment's really important. So it's just putting the emphasis back on women and giving them that empowerment and being like by midwives who work at both maternity units but saying it's okay for you to do these things and actually it's welcomed we like it it makes our shifts more enjoyable and it makes the experience nicer for everybody doesn't it and I think women are like oh okay like and they definitely write that down don't they and a lot of them I think we've noticed from the classes a lot more women like bring things in with them than have previously which is really good and I guess until you have those conversations or you because you you even realize you can have them Mm -hmm. you just don't know what's what you can do to make it your experience what what do we mean by active birth as well is that moving around what what does that term mean so i would say active birth yeah is really the the focus on movement so being upright um we focus active birth really using sort of nature's natural gravity to help through progress to help the progress of labor and help delivery um so yeah moving around we can get obviously our labor beds both at the birth center and at Sunderland, we can get them into loads of different positions that women can manoeuvre on them. Um, things, again, that women didn't even know that we were able to do. Uh, we have birthing balls, so even using birthing balls during labour and just that position um, and that pressure and the gravity um, can help sort of progress the labour quite quickly. Um, and help make them more comfortable as well. Yeah, yeah, so a lot of the research that obviously we discovered didn't we when we were creating these classes a lot of the research is linked to active birth it increases women's satisfaction with their birth outcome and it also increases their chance of sort of either having a normal delivery or having a positive birth outcome so I don't mean they've got to walk around the whole time they're in labour but I think women's perception um along with what my perception was before I came into midwifery I think a lot of because what the media portrays is being in bed when you're in labour and particularly in lithotomy or like in stirrups because that's what we see on social media when actually when you research it or us as midwives know that women give birth in all different kinds of positions and in all different kinds of places Um, and it's about empowering women to go where your body feels most comfortable and we will work with you and we'll support you to do that because actually it's better for you and better for the baby and some of the most beautiful deliveries are in the pool or when people are standing or people are on all fours and sometimes women find the least comfortable place for them is actually being on the bed flat on their back um so it's just about encouraging women to do that and not being you know not being frightened to do so but uh, again I think that works really well doesn't it and I think yeah. that's improving as well I'm always seeing lots of women that are like I want to stand up I want to do this and that's absolutely fine so whatever feels right for you yeah absolutely brilliant and uh these courses are underway but we've also planned to roll some others out uh, so one of them will be birth empowerment what what does that cover so the birth empowerment um was kind of thought up with two of the other midwives that work at the birth centre who'd done a lot of work on um, hypnobirthing. So they didn't want to do a specific hypnobirthing course (coughs) related to hypnobirthing, so they decided to call it birth empowerment. And again, I think it's a lot like what Joanna's covered. We try through all of our classes to give women lots of information to make them feel empowered, but it goes through a lot of relaxation methods with them. Um, and how they can use active birth, how they can use aromatherapy, um, and how they can sort of put all of those things together to to get the birth that they hopefully want to achieve. Um, We also do one for dads, uh, an education session. So what does that specifically look at? So um, when, before COVID, we used to do our sessions, like I said earlier, they were for um, women and to bring a 
like support person with them either you know their partner or it might be the baby's dad or whoever they wanted to bring because obviously covid hit and now we still do have reduced numbers so as i said we can only hold a session for up to 10 women um, and that looks like it'll continue for a little while now so because of that what we have created is a session for dads um, and that doesn't mean that we're leaving out anybody else who's partners or anyone who has any other different circumstances because we haven't but we'll go over that in a second um, but simply because most of the demographic is is dads so what we've created is a class for the dads to come along to it talks about um like it gives them an overview of women's pregnancies it gives them an overview of how amazing women's bodies are how amazing women are and what they go through and how they deal with it like absolute champions and how they can support their women through this it then goes through labor and birth so we discuss the process of labor and birth it's particularly emphasize on details like how long it'll take what they should bring how they can support their partner doing a trial run packing a bag and honestly, I think people thought we were a little bit crazy when we came up with the idea for the dad session. And especially because the time slot we were given was originally a Friday night. So they were like, oh, yeah, that's not going to work. But actually, they were so well attended and we are going to start running them again soon. Um, and dads would come and have their notepads and they would like write loads of things and they'd ask loads of questions. And then the same as the women's class, they get to then meet dads who are having babies at the same time. And for some of them, they don't know. Some people don't know anyone else having a baby. And they would add each other on Facebook and it, it worked really well. So hopefully we'll be starting that again soon and something we definitely enjoyed. Did, are they often quite nervous? Do they come along and do you kind of see a change in their... Oh, like, madness. Like, they come and they're very... I think they're more nervous than the women. Like, really, they seem really anxious, really nervous. They've got loads and loads of questions. And it's so different, isn't it, doing the dad's class to doing the women's class. Like, it, they're more factual. They want the facts. They want you to tell them how it is and then tell them how they can help. And I think um, little things that would say, like always have change for the parking, make sure you've done a trial run, make sure you know the numbers and you have the numbers saved in your phone, like little things. And they're like, oh yeah. And they can see them making notes. And I think the feedback we got from the dad's classes was really, really good. So we can't I'm wait sure to start them again. Gives them a better experience all around as, as well. I think the yeah. main thing that we thought as well, sorry Stacey, you know what I'm like, just chatting on. I think the main thing that we realised as well is the time limit. Mm. Um, because labour can be a lengthy process. If people are induced, um, going through labour, delivery, birth, it, they can actually be in hospital for a days, even nearly a week. And I think one of the common things that partners sometimes aren't aware of is how long it's going to take they don't pack themselves a bag they don't have snacks they're not prepared um so it's all about preparation for them as well yeah. and um john's already mentioned the parents to be sessions stacy do you want to take us through what we mean by parents to be and what those sessions how they're different yeah so <clears throat> we'd had um a few inquiries of people that had seen our um youtube classes online um, and there were some inquiries from people who were um, surrogate parents or pe parents who were adopting children. Um, and they basically kind of rang and asked if we did any specific sessions um, geared towards them to try and help and support them and inform them before, obviously, they come in charge of this baby. And at the time, we didn't really, but uh, me and Joanna had a chat and we're like, right, well, we'll just make one. So we, we did. So we kind of go through basically how they, I think, mostly sort of like postnatal care so how are they going to care for the baby and um, give them lots of information about caring for baby um feeding baby changing baby again how to make that bond and the relationship um 
cues that they can use to try and develop their their relationship with their baby. Um, We've had a couple of sessions with some um, couples, but we haven't had that many recently. Um, But I think because we need to really publicise that we do it as well. But uh, they found it really helpful. Again, they can come and ask questions and they don't feel judged by us. Um, which I think is really important. They usually come with a little part of all these different things and they've got a list of all the things that they've bought and they want to make sure, you know, um, that they've got everything that they need. And um, so I think they're really, really good, really positive classes that we're doing. What kind of things does the, the does the course involve? <coughs> what do you what subject matters do you kind of cover? Like do they learn to do any particular tasks or like hands-on or how does it work? Yeah, so we go through, um, like we literally go through like changing a nappy, cord care, bathing a baby. We go through how often you need to feed a newborn baby, how often you need to change a newborn baby. And we go through like common signs of illness and um, we go through just general care of the newborn. And we also discuss sort of what to expect, when to expect it and signposting for further health and further help and further information as well. And we also are looking to launch birth reflections. So can you tell us a little bit about that? So the birth reflection service is kind of in line with the mental health service that we've just developed. Um, And I know obviously you've got a podcast uh, coming out about that. So basically birth reflections is a a chance for anybody who potentially wants to discuss their labour, their delivery, has any questions. Um, We know a lot of people... um, sometimes often put their memories to the back of their mind once they've had a baby and there's questions that they they have that they can't remember what happened which is quite normal so the session is um where they can come and speak to a midwife we'll have all of their hospital documentation and we can go through kind of what happened to them and and answer any questions that they may have um and then if we think that they need any further support then we're able to signpost them to the right service and, and see if they need further um mental health support or if um just need to chat to somebody else about it we can sort of refer them on excellent and what kind of feedback have we had from the families that have come to us so far what do they really enjoy about the sessions and how do they feel that they've been helped to so we've got so many feedback i created like feedback forms and we've got like loads and loads and loads of them and they're absolutely fantastic we have gone to like a paperless version so it's now like a qr code which is linked to a friends and family test so at the moment they scan the qr code it's got a few questions about their pregnancy and then a free text box so ask them to comment but i actually have some quotes of what people have said so um one lady said the labor and birth class has made me feel less anxious and more prepared for labor I feel more confident about the labour process and understand more what to expect. Um, Somebody else has said, I wasn't sure what to expect from the antenatal classes. I'd already done a few classes online and done lots of research. But coming to these classes face-to-face with midwives who talk to you in a nice and calm way was more beneficial than I ever could have imagined. I might even come and do the class again. Um, I've got a couple more. This class helped me understand the process of labour, how amazing my body can be. It's made me think about analgesia options and now I would really like to try a water birth and will definitely feel more comfortable bringing my own room spray. That was obviously something I must have said. (laughs) Um, And then this one's about the infant feeding class. The infant feeding class ran by Kirsty made me feel more relaxed about how I'm going to feed my baby and understand the support there is available. I definitely want to try breastfeeding and now knowing the support from the maternity staff who can help me makes me feel more reassured and comfortable. Thank you for the class, it was fantastic. And that must be so rewarding to hear when people have got comments that make you feel like all your work's worth it and they've made a real difference. 
Yeah, I think it definitely is. I think we get a lot of comments of women when they come in. You know, a lot of people come into Delivery Suite a lot and say, oh, I've watched your classes online, or you did my class the other week. And I get a bit shy about it, but Joanna loves it, really. <laughs> but um, it is really one because you know that you're making a difference. Without those classes, those women might not have necessarily had that information. Um, so I think it is quite a rewarding thing to do, and hopefully we can get more of the midwives involved in doing it. And it must be helpful to get to know the mums and dads as well during the pregnancy and, and just to check on them afterwards as well. Is it quite nice to kind of build those relationships and so that they can get to know you and the department a little bit more? Oh, absolutely. Like, it's so lovely for us, isn't it, when a couple then comes in who you've seen in one of the classes because you already sort of have a bond, you already have a connection and it just makes them feel more comfortable and makes you feel more comfortable and I think, like, you just have this extra special little bond Um, so it's really nice and I think we know from doing the classes that it really does help people, it benefits people and they do go on to have a better experience in a way because they are more prepared and I think the more prepared people are, the more they understand the process, the more they realise what's normal and the less anxious they are. Um, so I definitely think they're really beneficial. Excellent. Where can people find out a little bit more if they're interested in getting involved? So we have got um, things publicised on our maternity Facebook page with contact numbers and how they can um, book in to attend the classes. But there's also a link on the hospital website page, so under the maternity section. Um, so it's still under um, our classes and there's some information there on how they can book in, but there's also the links to the YouTube um, videos, which again are similar to the classes that we're doing at the moment they've just rejigged a little bit um so people can obviously access that from home if they didn't want to come to the class um but usually they ring up and someone in the antenatal clinic the reception staff will book them in and they may ask them just a few questions about when they're due to have their baby just so we can book them in with enough time and make sure that they've got enough time um between the class and obviously giving birth because do they need to come at a certain point in their pregnancy or is it as soon as they're aware that they're expecting Ideally, I mean, it's, you know, we would never turn anybody away. So if they could say, I could only come at this gestation, at this many weeks pregnant, we'd say absolutely. But ideally, we say from 32 weeks onwards, simply just because I think that's when you're more sort of preparing for labour and birth, you're more thinking about the infant feed and you're more sort of in that mindset. You might have already done a little bit of research yourself. Um, and then I think we want women to still remember what we've said at the class. I think if we do it too early, you then might forget what we've said. So I think it is quite handy, but then you don't want to leave it too late and women give birth and miss out. Um, yeah. So I think we'll normally say from 32 weeks onwards. And Stacey, you mentioned the Facebook page that's specially set up for the um, maternity team. Joanna, what's the name of that? So if anybody wants to find it, they can easily... So if people just go on to Facebook and they search South Tyneside and Sunderland NHS Foundation Trust Maternity, the Facebook page will come up. Um, it's a little icon of a stalk carrying a baby, so I don't think you can miss it. We'll post on there um, weekly and just remind people about the classes. Um, I know Stacey mentioned all the ways that women can access the classes, but the community midwives do have leaflets about the classes as well, so they can find out the information from their community midwives as well. Brilliant. Thank you so much for giving us a rundown. I hope that's been interesting to anybody uh, due to welcome a little one. Um, Joanna and Stacey, thank you very much. Thank Back you so you. much. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Our People podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and check out our other stories. Hit subscribe to keep up with the latest and catch up with what we've been up to on our Twitter, Facebook and Instagram pages. Just search for our name.